faith, love, moving out, oh my god, finding your first house, situationships, friends with benefits, friendships, work, getting your first job, starting up your first business, failing, trying, failing again. Apparently, we are adults. Welcome to the Aya podcast. Hi guys, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope we're taking care of ourselves with Nairobi's bipolar weather. For any of my listeners in Nairobi, Nairobi weather <laughs> is so confusing. But I really hope all of you are taking care of yourselves. Um, thank you so much for listening to Aya. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. I once had someone send me like a really long paragraph of every lesson they learned from every episode. And I felt so good. Like I was like, someone sat down and listened to all of my episodes and literally took notes on what they learned and what they enjoyed. So thank you for all of the kind words. Uh, today's conversation. Girl, let me tell you, I'm excited. I am excited because I think this is one of those conversations that I wish someone had said to me at like 17 or 18. These are the type of things that I wish someone had told me. Because it's the type of knowledge that really, it opens up your mind. And I've found it transformational in how I think, in how I approach the world. It's definitely a learning curve. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about Aya. I actually deserve good things. And... The person that I have on this episode, let me tell you, if you look at my chat with this babe, it's just always me telling her congratulations. Because it's always one thing after another. kidogo kidogo, MacBook. Kidogo kidogo, tumenunuliwa Gary. Kidogo kidogo, Kidogo kidogo, someone is the main speaker at some event. But because it's someone that I get to understand a bit of their story, I know how special those wins are and and i know that those wins it's it's there's luck definitely and there's always like an element of luck but it's so much work mentally but also time-wise and effort being put in and so on that note i am going to be welcoming faye <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about me i'm sorry Look at you. Please. Look at please. you. I'm Miss very much your humble. Space. You know I'm very humble. Oh my God. <laughs> I will describe you in every other word other than humble. And I don't have an issue with that. Like, I don't have a problem. You might have I'm so happy to be here. I'm actually, you, we, I so much relate to you as well. And I'm very, very much excited to be here. And so, mm-hmm. thank you for having me. You're welcome. I should definitely yes, come please. to your podcast. Mm-hmm. So you guys should check, check out. They have mm-hmm. a podcast. It's called Global Tech Sailors. And it is where tech meets reality. It Please. is everything that you need to know about tech. How to win hackathons. How to negotiate for your jobs. Mm-hmm. The skills that you need for interviews. So any, if any of you are thinking about tech, thinking about breaking into tech, are in tech and wondering how to maneuver the space, mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend the podcast. So we say, yes, introduce, yes, yes. tell us, Thank who are you? you? What Thank do you, you for do? having me. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so my name is Faith Kilonzi. I am a software engineer. Mm-hmm. I'm also a master's student in the University of East London. I'm studying a master's of science mm-hmm. in big data technologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my final semester, actually, I'm trying to finish up. And you're paying for your own master's? Yes, I'm paying for my own master's. <laughs> guys, guys, <clears throat> you see? I think it's important that I say that 
every other um, stage in my education, I've not had the privilege to pay. Yeah. Or my parents have not had the chance to pay for most of it. So mm-hmm. this is my way of saying, hey, yeah, I can pay I for can myself. I know that feeling. I think yes. I'm also like a proper scholarship baby. Mm-hmm. So I totally like know that feeling of when you finally pay for things yes. for yourself. Just like, the things oh that you God. wished for in other currencies go <laughs> at exchange rate even exchange rate you're still paying you're still paying so yeah. um to give context guys so we're gonna start off by telling you a bit of context about us mm-hmm. and why this conversation is essentially really big for both of us. we both did not grow up with opportunity we mm-hmm. both did not grow up with a very we don't have a trust fund we don't have trust a trust fund <laughs> Thank you. That was the way to put it. I was taking forever to get there. You know, that's that's one of my alarm names. So I named my alarms mm-hmm. to, to make you wake up. To make me wake up. Uh-huh. And one of it is, wake up, you don't have a trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good name. Yes. Like, my alarm names are so cute. Like my alarms is... Um, baby, baby girl, get up. The glory of God is upon you. Rise and shine, beautiful. <laughs> God, thank God. Let me tell you, you babes me. Wake up. You don't have a trust fund. But as she said, like, we both did not grow up in yes. money. Yes. In the least bit. Mm-hmm. I've said this before. My mom sells vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's what she's done for most of my life. It's what I've known. It's what has provided for me. Yeah. Um, we used to sell in Kalangwara. Because I find it so funny when like I meet people and they say, oh my god, you sound so bougie. I'm just like... Mm. You have no idea. You have no idea, girl. You have no, no idea. That's everything that helps. But so I grew up in like a proper single parent family. Mm-hmm. So my mom and my dad separated when I was about three or four. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my mom was the main person who was raising me. Yeah. And so my mom never got to go to college. So she didn't have like a proper college education. That and I relate so much to that story really as well. Really I mean, um, I also come from like very, I don't like using humble background. I don't think it was humble by choice. It was, but it's also um, a similar situation where me, I'm a last born, so mm-hmm. I have elder siblings, but we didn't have as uh, much access to the opportunities that I've gotten access to mm-hmm, because those times it was just survival mode. Mm-hmm. I hear stories like this. I relate so much to people trying, struggling to find food. Mm-hmm. My mom uh, moving up and down, trying to figure out what we are eating. Mm-hmm. Then some of my siblings are having actually to work to provide for the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, when you, we think about black tax, black tax started when we, it's not just about now, it's, it's for people who are quitting school to actually take care of other people. Yeah. Yeah, we both really grew up in humble backgrounds. I think for me, my life started to, I don't want to say change, but mm-hmm. I guess the seasons when things started opening up more was when I was in high school. Yes. And so under equity, you know, mm-hmm. they usually have this equity leadership program yes. during holidays. Yeah. So I used to go for all those events and people were talking like, people would come and say how they grew up in humble backgrounds mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like opportunities have opened up to them and now they're big people. And you got inspired. And I was like, okay, maybe it's possible. But then there was also a bit of skepticism of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nah like people like us don't get things yes. like that there's always Ooh. this feeling of excuse me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your mom like the best that you're gonna get is mm-hmm. you're gonna get like a job that you hate yes or you're like it's better if you're lucky to get a job lucky to get a job in the first place yeah with the current unemployment crisis that we have in our country yeah. and so then it was equity and 
but the the place that I think for me just transformed my mind mm-hmm. on how many opportunities are out there and so much goodness out there was Ashesi. Mm-hmm. So we both went to Ashesi. Ashesi is for rich people. It's for rich people. Hey, that school is bougie. Wow. I don't like people usually say bougie. It's the type of school where they send an email and say mm-hmm. there's pizza for people passed by the Free school. pizza. Free pizza. And then, like, you'd have guys in your class quiz someone who's driving, driving a Range Rover and they're the same age as Ooh. you. Well, yeah. Emma, we've closed for someone. Someone is, when you're trying to figure out how to get back to Kenya mm-hmm. for an internship, someone is already booked a ticket to the UK. They're doing like a, a Europe trip. They're yeah. doing a Europe trip. Please. They're going to be in France and mm-hmm. Spain and Italy and then end in the UK, uh-huh. connect with their family a bit and then like come back to school. <laughs> like, and That's, you, it was huge. So huge. Let me tell you what happened for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I got some in some sort of before I now got to accept the situation and mm-hmm. how it was in Ashesi. Um, interacting with people like those, I was like, wow. I mean, I was in a national school and I was in high school in yeah. Kenya, and uh, of course, we had rich people there. I was on scholarship as well, so mm-hmm. nothing much. I'm just there to get my papers. Please, I need to pass. Mm-hmm. I, need, I know if I don't work hard, then mm-hmm. the future is not looking for so positive. Yeah, Some people are already living in the future. Someone already has a trust fund. Mm-hmm. Someone's university is already sorted. Sorted. They already have money and the business that they're gonna pick up after yes. they finish school. Those, yeah, it's one of those things. And mm-hmm. I, for me, I think at the time when I go to Ashesi, I was like, so people can actually be this rich. And I think one of the things that I loved Ghanaians at the time was because I realized that so people can actually be rich and humble. And like good people. And good like people. Like you don't need to be an arrogant person. An arrogant person to be, and uh, to showcase that you're rich or something. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the things that, because for me, the friends I actually made genuinely mm-hmm. were those kind of friends. And I don't think I would have maybe gone past uh, survived in that country even without them. Without so it was, it, yeah. but it, it was also um, I called to myself that this is actually possible because you're interacting with these things. Mm-hmm. If someone is maybe driving this, the latest thing, you're like, oh, okay, so mm-hmm. I can actually see this and maybe put it because okay, you know, sometimes when you don't ha- you don't grow up with access to those things mm-hmm. or to some of the resources, you don't even know what your dream car is. You you can't dream. How you can you dream? How when- can you? You can't even I mean, feed yourself. You can't. Guys, because remember the time my mom's house was closed because we couldn't yes. pay rent. So how the heck are we struggling to pay rent? And I'm thinking about my dream car. You don't even know what cars. You, you just see cars and you think it's in a pizza. In a pizza. Car is, a car is a car uh-huh. to you. Because you don't even know there are different models, the different types, the mm-hmm. different, all these things. Because, I mean, to dream is to be able to visualize something yeah. and uh, believe that it's possible for yeah. you to. But how can you visualize something when you're in survival mode? It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So those are some of the things that I feel like even this journey, because life is a journey and where we are at, it's not like we've gotten to where we want to be. But but it's one of those things that I'm like, right now when I can, when I can access those good things, I'm trying to make sure that I learn as much as possible about Mm -hmm. them for me to be able to even expand my mind to visualize those things yeah because i didn't have access to the education to the resources i'm not even watching tv we don't have tv how can i see something on tv and see it's possible yeah. for me yeah so it's one of those things it, it really is one of those things and i think one of the things that poverty does to you yeah is and you already started talking about it it really limits 
how big you think the world is. Yes. Because you start to look at things and think, yeah, on what will come out. Like you mm-hmm. start to think that there's something special yes, and unique in people who get those things and mm-hmm. like you don't have that thing and it is impossible for you to be able to have that thing. I remember like in a chassis within my first year, mm-hmm. I was really struggling to speak up, which is funny because I've always been a really confident person and very yeah. able to like talk. But yes. then you'd be in a class and then you want to speak up and you're like, what do you even say? Like, you're, you're like, I don't deserve to be in the yes. same space as people yes. who are like these people who have this much experience and these like who've had this much amount of money. And Yes, I was also in the same, same shoes in Ashesi. I get to Ashesi and I mean, I was smart. I mean, I got an A, you guys. Mm -hmm. I got an A. I qualified to be here. Mm -hmm. But reality checks in and I'm here with people who are the who's and who's in this country. It's literally children of presidents. Yes. And they're like... Ooh, do I deserve to be here? Now that imposter syndrome starts comes, yeah. st- starts to kick in. And you're here, you're trying to figure out how to even present. It's not like you don't know the answer. You do. But you're like, Sante, Sema. Like, how do I even You're even that? afraid of speaking up. Exactly. And you start to doubt. I think one of the things that start to this imposter yourself. syndrome, you really start to doubt yourself. You really start to doubt how smart you are mm-hmm. to be able to be in these rooms. Yes. And it takes so much work. I, I remember the one time I felt imposter syndrome at its worst. Yeah. I had gone to Westgate. It was, yes. and I'd gone to Westgate. I was taking myself out on a date. Yeah. And so I went and watched, I think I watched Black Widow. Yeah. And I went to a restaurant to eat. And I remember I felt so out of place. Like I was wow. like, like uh, I felt like even my mannerisms, I was yes. like, oh, so I don't know how to like, let's handle these. Am I ordering, am I ordering what like ghetto people mm-hmm. order? Or am Ooh. I ordering like a fancy thing? Yes. Do I look cheap in how I'm paying, in how mm-hmm. I'm talking to people? And I remember I called my father figure and I was like, I'm at a really nice mall mm-hmm. and I'd taken myself out with my own money, but I feel so out of place. Like mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not worthy to be in a space like this. And this is well, because this wasn't a long time ago. This was like two or three years ago. Wow. And I, a mall mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I doubted whether or not I was exactly. worthy of a being in a mall place. that I am paying me. With my own money. With your own money. I also had such an experience. Mm-hmm. But that was way, way, way before we went to HSE. It was uh-huh. really after high school. Uh, I was on a, a Kilidada scholarship. Mm-hmm. And like, so we, we go to Lovington Mall. Mm-hmm. And we go and start looking at or window shopping. Exactly. You know, someone we went to a perfume shop and mm-hmm. someone told us, I don't think you guys can afford to get out. Excuse so, me? Yes. So Saturday when we were shooting my podcast, uh-huh. I went to, went to the host. same mall. I went there with my co-hosts, and I told them, "Yeah, this is the shop that they chose us away because we couldn't afford." I'm like, I can buy three bottles if here I want if I want it right now, and it's usually it's usually this feeling of you feel like you're fake. You yes. feel like you're a fraud. You are a fraud, and so there's like there's this. It, like innate feeling inside you that you're mm-hmm. like you're waiting for people to pick you out you're yes. like oh my god they're gonna realize that like i'm not rich oh my god they're gonna realize that i don't come from money oh my god they're gonna realize that i'm not it, with stupid imposter syndrome yes. even smart enough to be in a place like with my new job i remember like the first week mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome was Ooh. killing me yeah and i was getting so irritated because i'm just like when i was 
interviewing for this job and when I was getting the offer mm-hmm. they literally did say that I was one of the best candidates that they interviewed yes. so why in god's name am I still in this room and wondering when the, whether or not I'm supposed to be here I am mm-hmm. I am the qualifications and the experience and the type of person that I am yeah. meets what they're looking for so why am I like it's like so you're waiting struggling. for someone to like yes. realize that like you're not that good yes you're, you come from a poor family. Mm-hmm. You don't know this. You're like, there's mm-hmm. some shame attached to the poverty yeah. that you've experienced growing up. So the shame that is attached to it make you feel like, okay, what if they realize? What if they realize? You know, uh, until recently, I never even used to speak about where I come from, mm-hmm. my background and how I grew up and all these things. I would never have this conversation. Mm-hmm. That is a secret. Why, why would it be a secret? Why would it be a secret? Why, it's part it, of my it's journey. Even, it's a success for heaven's sake because I've been able to go through all these things and get where I am. So why am I in this room and I'm just why? like... I'm, I'm not going to talk about that because I don't want to look like the poor person. I don't want to look no. like the person who doesn't. The next thing I'd like want us to really reflect on is what do you think were those turning moments for mm-hmm. you? Or what were those things that... You started saying to yourself, mm-hmm. those people that you started interacting with, mm-hmm. and you were like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm acting small. Yes. I can take up space in the world. There is enough space in the world for me to take to up take and up. my experiences and who I am. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with who I am. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. truly, there's so much greatness out there that I can step into by God's grace. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I have had like a few turning points in my mm-hmm. life, but I would start when I was small. Mm-hmm. Like I was in class, I was in class seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going back from school. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm commuting because I was in a very, very rural school called mm-hmm. Nguni Primary School. And okay. I hope it has been mentioned in platform. So I'm mentioning you in this platform. Nguni <laughs> <laughs> so Primary from School. school. Uh-huh. I was coming from school and I remember one of my sisters had actually felt pregnant mm-hmm. and um she was in high school at the time yeah. you know how in the village um when a girl gets pregnant mm-hmm. it's quote-unquote the gossip for the people for everyone, yeah, for yeah, everyone. Yeah. and i'm even feeling so bad for my sister mm-hmm. but i'm also feeling so bad for the way people are talking about her yeah. and i'm also looking within to figure out am i also going to that girl who doesn't finish school, mm-hmm. who falls pregnant. Oh Heck, my, my mom doesn't even have enough money to take me to high school. My mom has been struggling to educate her, and now here she is. Mm-hmm. I know it's not my story for me to tell, but at that point, I was like, I don't want to be like this. And that was the time I was like, okay, so how can I be different? I have to be different. I have to be different. And I looked at the patterns in my family, and I was like, um, it's either you don't finish or you finish when it's not straight mm-hmm. and all that. And I was like, I have to, if, if it flows like this on my side, it has to go the other way. It can't, like the flow has to, to change. It kind of, like there's like, that thing you feel yes. internally inside you and, and you're like, this like, cannot be my reality. Yes. It was one of those aha moments. I was like, something has to change. Yeah. I mean, I was smart in school and all that, but you see, even when you're smart, it's more of, okay, you're getting accolades, uh, every closing day, people are rewarding you, mm-hmm. giving you prizes, but you also can't even visualize the kind of high school you want you to go want to, to yeah. because there's no possibility. If you look left, right, and center, you guys don't even have money mm-hmm. for you to even dream of going to a bigger school. Yeah. You're thinking of the community school that's next to you, so that if 
your mom doesn't have money at least she can fetch water mm-hmm. and all those things and um that was when i realized that i didn't even want to study within the eastern province the kitui yeah. county the ukambani i didn't apply to any school within ukambani like, i was me. very sure i wanted to go to nairobi and a school beyond nairobi Eish. so that was one of my turning points uh-huh. and Thank God I actually went to a school beyond Nairobi, Kiambu County. I mean, mm. Kiambu is not Nairobi. <laughs> you went, you At definitely went I, beyond Nairobi. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of my turning points. Now I finished high school and I was like, I mean, when you, when you come from such a background, mm-hmm. no one really believes that. I mean, you've already gotten to form four. That's a big... Like, it's a big achievement. It's a big achievement. So, expectations are usually not that high. Please. Yes. Like... What, what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you guys gonna Please. afford to do? Uh-huh. If anything, even why why would my mother struggle and she's already graduated me from high school? For heaven's sake, I've gotten an A, so I should be able to figure out what's next, what happens after that. Yeah. So me, I also I also wanted to study outside the country. So I never even dreamt of oh university. I, I mean, at some point I was like, oh university of Nairobi is not bad. Mm-hmm. And when I got an A, I was like. No, I need to get out. Yeah. I'm here trying to figure out SATs, mm. go to universities abroad and everything. That's so when Ashesi came, I was like, there we go. It's definitely out of the country. Please, it's out of the country. It's as the long co- as and it's a good school. My dear, no, it's no, like, no, please, no, 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 I remember we even had a seat here in Westlands uh-huh. and we just put our bags there and just waited for 4 a.m. We <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't close my eyes because I was like, this is really happening. This is actually mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. No, turning point, turning point uh, again. But I think with the experience at Ashesi and how the culture shock, also experiencing a, a country at a very young age. Yeah. You moved here, you're 18 for heaven's sake. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? So we are all trying to figure out this, out, this, yeah. this new country, this new school. Very different from what people talk about, university experiences. Mm-hmm. So it becomes very difficult for you to even show up for yourself mm-hmm. and even maybe... Um, the imposter syndrome. It comes in. There were so many opportunities at Ashesi that, that you did not apply for. I didn't apply for. God, I usually look back and I get so I didn't apply for. I, I don't think I'm even good at them. Yes. I so good. For heaven's sake. Do you know, sometimes I look at myself and the kind of co-director as a software engineer uh-huh. and the opportunities. And the rooms I've been to uh, days later and I realized that I was always good. I just you didn't believe good. it. And I think just... Just hearing you say you're good, it just, it makes me feel so good because yes. we're also taught to not be able to own the fact that we are good. <sighs> that is one thing I've struggled with. We are taught, like, truly, I believe in humility. Yes. For me, it's such a huge core value. But at the same time, like, even the confidence to think, you know what, I'm good enough for that. Yes. You start to feel like, why am I feeling proud? Yes. I'm smart enough for that. You why don't even want to show off. Exactly. So you don't even talk about your opportunities. Yes. You don't talk about the things that you've done. You don't talk mm-hmm. about where you've been. Yes. Because you're so scared that you're going to start to look like you're sure. There is a fine line between mm-hmm. confidence and arrogance. And it's mm-hmm. important to know that line. But, but do not there's a way it's weaponized. Exactly. It's like... Uh, 
women, and if I compare this, I had a lot of male friends when we were at Shesi, mm-hmm. we were at Shesi because we had a whole study group. Mm-hmm. And some people, they were not maybe as good, mm-hmm. but they would show up and speak boldly of the things that they were even not Let even me. sure of. Let me and I was there with all the knowledge within me, but I can't speak you about can't it speak up because up. I also don't want to appear quote-unquote arrogant. Proud, exactly. Like and you act like you know too much. Yes. And you're like, but someone know. once told me though, but I someone know. once told me though, uh-huh. that they said, I don't know what you were talking about. I was like, feel you like bragging so much. And at the time, I was so heartbroken, but I also tried to minimize myself because I didn't want to lose them as a friend. Uh-huh. But now, um, years later, thinking about it, I realized that I was actually not bragging. You were, you were simply talking about yourself, yes. the things that you're good at, and how you even do the things that you're good at. Exactly. That is not pride. That That's... is truly, if I can build something, I mm-hmm. built it. Yes. I built it. There is proof. There is backing. That is working to show that I can do this thing. Yes. One of the things I have had personally to grow comfortable with mm-hmm. is being a bad woman. Yes. There's this quote that says, good women seldom make yes, history. They don't. I believe in that quote so much personally in terms yeah. of like owning my space. Remember like mm-hmm. my final year? No, it was second. First year FDE. Yes. And I was the group leader for my entrepreneurship thing. I couldn't even take up those leadership you, opportunities. Oh my, so I couldn't. You just, couldn't. Like, you're just like, no. And I remember this, like that I was leading a group of guys who all came from like really good families yes. and very rich families. And I would try and give them like instructions or be like, mm-hmm. do this. So over time, there was like this running joke in school that oh. I'm intimidating. So like in Woo. my ear group, yes, there was like um, like a joke around guys. Yes. Yes. Oh, Amaita is so intimidating. Amaita is so bossy. Uh-huh. And I used to feel like there's something inherently wrong with me. Because if I don't take leadership, I will fail this course. You think I will let you make me fail? No, me. And, and, and you know, up. and I don't want to make this a feminist thing, but it's so easy for it's always if it was a guy, mm-hmm. no one would even think of him as uh, bossy. It would be it would cold, be natural, confident. exactly like he's, he's a owning a room. He's a natural, he's a natural leader. leader. <laughs> he's a natural. He's, he's owning the room. The room, please. But you, for you, you can be confident, but not too much. You can um, ask someone for accountability, but not too much. Not exactly. It's like. They put so many. There's limitations about how confident yes. you are. There's limitations about how so you talk good, about. So be good, but don't it. be too good. Don't be too good because you're gonna be speak up, but don't you're not speak gonna too much. too much. You're not gonna attract a man. You're gonna yes. be too much. Like, and there's this thing called Shimamanda oh. Nasemanga, yes. and she's like, "I am not intimidating. You, you are intimidated." intimidated. There is a difference between me being confident yes. in my voice and yes. in what I bring to the world and yes. you feeling uncomfortable about me being comfortable. And yes. I, I don't know if you've seen this quote. That's, it's, it's like a scenario description uh-huh. which talks about how if you feel uncomfortable when you see other women owning their space, talking about the things yes. they've done, like feeling really good about themselves and happy about themselves and sharing those experiences with the world and it triggers you, it is a sign that you have to do work within yourself. Yourself. There's something inside you that's getting bugged. It's not about them. It's about you it's and about the beliefs you. and and that's the entire uh thing that we are taught even as a, as y- a young women that mm-hmm. oh you can don't be too much, don't be like this, don't be nice. 
be nice. Be a nice woman. Be a nice woman. So you asking for accountability from your group members, it's actually you're not nice. You're not being nice. Like your mother, you're being like you're stressing us. Yes. Why can't you just be the nice girl? Why can't you chill? Why can't you chill? Chill. I chill. Please. Oh my god, chill down. Chill. I'm not chilling down. You were meant to and submit this project three days ago. <laughs> Here I am still following up with yes. you to send me your part of the project. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna, I am not gonna be sure. And I think it's also one of those, uh, things that are even carried, um, into the workplace mm-hmm. because people expect you because you are a woman leader in mm-hmm. the workspace. Now you should be nice. Mm-hmm. When you're asking for accountability, when you're following up on projects, when you're following up on things that people should be doing mm-hmm. or what a normal manager would be doing yeah. would be asking for someone now weaponizes that against you and says oh she's beat you she's if it was a male boss they wouldn't even think about it they would it. not even have thought about it they as... wouldn't they wouldn't and one of the things one of the books that i read previously on the nice girls don't get the corner office mm-hmm. one of the things she talks about is people pleasing mm-hmm. and people pleasing uh comes from the fact that you are taught as a woman you need to be like a boy I mean, if you shout out people, if you ask for accountability, they're not going to like you. So yeah. by default, they call you bossy because you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do as a leader. But because you're a woman first, they want you to be nice. Otherwise, you're not liked. And especially then when you add the complexity mm-hmm. of you're a woman who comes from a poor background. Ooh. And so there is the struggle within yes. us of I want to be a leader, but uh-huh. then I also don't want to be too much of a leader. Yes. And then there's also the, oh my God, how am I telling like these rich kids what they're, yes. supposed, to what they're doing. supposed to be doing? Like, yes. Mamaisa, like, calm down. These people are going to hate you. Yes. These people are not going to like you. And over time, you start to learn that when you're good at your thing, yes. you're good. You're, I Go think ahead. also, I've also gotten to that point where I don't care. I don't care whether you like me or not, as long as um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to mm-hmm. do. I am showing up for myself. Yeah. And I know if I'm good at this thing, whether you interpret it as bragging or pride, then so be it. You have no idea the things I've gone through to get where I am. Exactly. And if my goal is to get to point C and we're at point B and you're trying to drag me down, we will get there. Please. Whether or not you come, we will get there. We'll get there. If you don't want to come, that's a you thing. You it's come down. Thing. Please. We're gonna get there whether yes. or not you come with us. Yes. And ultimately, I, I think we're already talking about this, but clearly being more confident. Yes. And learning to believe in our voices has made a difference in our lives. A lot. It makes a lot such a huge difference. It changes how much money you can ask yes. for Ooh. in an interview. Yes. Guys, if you're gonna not take anything mm-hmm. from this episode. This is the one thing we want you to take. Yeah. Know your value. Know your worth for heaven's sake. Let me give an example of, of a time I didn't know my worth mm-hmm. because I was facing. So I moved back to the country. Mm-hmm. I just moved back to the country. I was working for a company in the US at the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was a good job. And because it's paying in other currencies, I mean, even if it's $50, it's a lot of Once money. Once you convert it, it's decent it's, money. It's yeah. still decent money. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Then this job comes to an end. Mm-hmm. And now you've just, it's COVID times. You've moved back and you're trying to figure out what next. Yeah. How to settle back. Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes um, at that time, you're also someone, someone is also expecting you to pay black tax. So at that point, I don't have anything else going on for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just freelancing here and there, here and there. So I get job interviews. I remember I got a job interview mm-hmm. where um, I get there. I speak up. 
I mean, I talk about, I, I don't have a problem talking about my skills, mm-hmm. especially skills in tech. Yeah. I don't have a problem. You, I know, mean, you, you know you're that bitch. And you're yes. like, you know what? I am. Please, please, I, am you off, I am. Yes. I am decent at it. There's so much I have to learn and that's And true. they loved me. They loved me so much. I, I don't think there's even an interview I've gone to and we don't, we didn't even digress into personal conversations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I read this book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also went here mm-hmm. and it was one of those interviews that I felt like, yeah, I've got it. Then, discuss the money and I asked for it. And later on, they sent me something that's way lower than what I had asked for. Mm-hmm. But because of the circumstances that I was in yeah. at the time. Because I'd used my savings to pay for some hospital bill I was supposed to pay for, mm-hmm. for a family member. Then, um, I mean, remember, I actually lost my job in the middle of a pandemic. pandemic yeah. And now that transition, there's, there's just, I was just like, Alice is good money. Yeah. And I took it. I didn't even negotiate. I didn't send an email. I was just like, can I come and sign tomorrow? And I went and signed tomorrow. You did. Then there's this. I did. I did. And it was out of desperation for, if I don't take it, where would I go? Yeah. I'm paying for my own rent for yeah. a bit sake. I don't have, um, I'd actually moved out of my brother's house. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't move back. So it's one of those things that if you don't, if, if I actually don't take up this opportunity, what if another one doesn't come? Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. have someone to cushion me mm-hmm. and tell me that, uh, to cushion me for three months for me to look for the job that yeah. pays me better. What if I negotiate and I lose it? I got that job and the guy we got in with, um, was earning like 40,000 more than me. Yeah. Oh my God. Because he negotiated. <laughs> because he negotiated. Because because you negotiated. Like because for me, that you one. negotiated, guys. Always negotiate your salary. I have watched enough YouTube videos from career experts to yes. know the first offer that they give you, unless they've given you the whole range, the first offer they've given you is the lowest possible amount for that yes. role. And the fact that they're giving you an offer means that you're good enough. You're good enough to even qualify. You are qualified. You are more than qualified for heaven's sake. Exactly. And they should be able to go over and above. Like, you know what? You don't have to, like, go to the market, but at least negotiate. Like, if any of you go into an interview, and it's an interview that you know you're very well qualified for, negotiate your salary. That is one lesson I have learned over time. And I'm, because I uh, actually, it's, it's one of those things that, that was the first and the last mistake. I mean, I quit that job immediately, uh, soon after, but I, I realized that I couldn't do it for my, I, I could, right now, even if I'm jobless, I won't, I still negotiate. Because I know what I bring to the table for everyone's sake. I know, I know the value of my work. I know if you give me this, this code to write this project, I am offering more than writing just code. I I am probably, and it's, it's one of those things that until you get to this point, because one of the issues that we face Mm -hmm. is that I've grown up poor. Mm-hmm. Maybe your your this salary, no one in your family even earns this money. Something close to that amount of money, yeah. Yes. So if anything, you should be grateful. Exactly. And that aspect of um someone wants to quote unquote humble you mm-hmm. and also um the feeling of I'm even lucky I'm here. Yeah. 
So you should you should be able to reconcile the fact that you can still be you, you can, can be still be grateful yes, and know your worth and know your worth. You like those two things can exist at the same place. Great yes. gratitude does not mean settling. Yes, so many of us set even in relationships. Mm-hmm. So many of us said because they're like, oh my god, well they're like mm-hmm. the nicest guy I've ever dated. Like yeah, he doesn't so, take me out on dates and will not buy me flowers. But mm-hmm. like. But nice you want guy. flowers for heaven's sake. You want flowers. So get like get someone who wants to buy you flowers or at least makes an effort. Yes. Even if they can't afford a whole bouquet, they can buy you one rose. Yes. Someone should at least be able to make that effort. And 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 there's that thing of you you being comfortable with getting less in disguise of gratitude. Gratitude, yeah. It's it's one of those things that sometimes I mean when we, I talk to my siblings, some of my siblings, my parents, uh, my mom has that very belief, and we are still working through it. Where mm-hmm. you tell her, you tell her, oh, I actually got this for this amount. She's like, oh, you actually have so much money, and I tell her that no, I could actually be paid more here. Mm-hmm. They are just giving me less. She's like, no, 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 take it, take it, take it. Yeah. So she doesn't want you to negotiate because she feels like. You're not gonna get it's a miracle that you are here forever. Yes. yes, and it's. I think that's very related to how people talk mm-hmm. about an abundant mindset. Yes, I'm not trying to be new age. We are mm-hmm. both Christians. Yes, but truly, mm-hmm. when you believe that there is goodness out there, yeah. that you can aspire to and yes. achieve, yes. it comes to you. When you think that mm-hmm. money is scarce and limited and you're never gonna have it and you're never gonna have so a good relationship so will it be you need to be able to believe that there's goodness and abundance out there in the world and you can right. step into that and you can achieve that and just because your confidence doesn't mean we naturally get things yes we both work so hard in case at any point that is unclear <laughs> we put in the, the work, work. Huh. we time i was juggling three jobs and i'm still doing my master's <laughs> Three jobs. Yes. Yes. And someone's gonna be like, oh my god, you're so full of yourself. Excuse me? You don't know about the sleepless nights, my dear. You, you don't. You do not. And so, ultimately, may you remember that, like, confidence always needs to be accompanied by yeah. work. By work. Because yeah. confidence without work, it's just arrogance. That's true. And also, people are gonna smoke you out they soon will. enough. Like, someone's just, hmm, yep, yes. they really don't know what they're talking about. Because, yes. The world is only as big as you think it is. That's and true. once you combine your, like that belief in the, how much, how much is out there for you to achieve yeah. with the work, it will come. It is yes. a law of the universe. Like it's a law of the universe. It's a law of the world. It's even a yes. law of God. There needs to be work. Yes. And once you combine, like, you can never ignore someone that's good. You can never yes. ignore someone that's insanely talented. You can act like it. Yes. You can pretend. And if, one last story <laughs> before we start moving towards closing Ooh. statements, because clearly yes. this is something we're really passionate about. One of the most interesting people I've ever met is a guy I dated mm. some time back. Yeah. And how I met him, it was at a party. Mm-hmm. And literally, he goes like, I'm a creative director. So we're all talking about what we did. Yes. And I used to work at an NGO that was mm-hmm. trying to get more women into boardrooms in Africa. So he goes like, oh, I'm a creative director. The next day, he's like, I want to take you out on a date. 
Yeah. So he started going out on a date. Ultimately, it did not work out. I am so grateful it did not work out. Ooh. But one thing, that's, that's, that was the story. <laughs> After this. After this. That was the story. But then one thing I learned from him, and even up until now, I yes. always go back to, that man knew he was the shit. Yes. Like, let me tell you, he used to say, my art is going to be, because he's an artist. Yes. My art is going to be generational wealth. Yes. He started doing this art thing around 2017. Yeah. He only got his big break, like, I think two or three years ago. Now he's shooting covers for Stone Boys album. Wow. When Nana, like, the girl say, oh, Nana, babe. When yes. he was featured in GQ South Africa, yes. he did the photo shoot for that. Wow. He's done music video, the latest music video for Kiddy. He's the one who shot that video. Yeah. This man has been putting in the work for about seven or eight years. And all throughout that process, he had a vision and he truly believed that he could do it. Yes. You would come into the room and just start doubting him. He's like, imagine that's what you think. Mm-hmm. If you think I can't achieve it, that's according to your limitations. Yes. In my mm. mind, I am capable. I am it. And it imagine is. he has become it. And every time we talk, he's usually like, this is honestly just the start. Yeah. This is just the start. I will yeah. be a global name. People yes. shall know my name and my art yes. shall be something that people, like he will price his art expensive. Yes. And I'm like, don't you get scared that no one is going to buy your art pieces? He's like, no, they will. my art pieces are good enough. So someone, it might not be everyone, mm-hmm. but someone is going to pay for that art piece. And just what, when you're talking about that is, um, I remember that I, I didn't start uh, thriving until I des- uh, I believed that I was worth it. Deserving, yeah. So I'm so, for me, every day I wake up and everything I take up, I am so deserving I, I believe that I'm so deserving of it and I'm so deserving to be in this place and I am good. You walk into a I'm good at it. You have to say that to yourself. Yes. And if you don't believe you're good enough for you to be the first person to get here, mm-hmm. uh, be the first person in your family to get your first million, yeah. uh, be the first person in your family to work for a multinational. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that until you believe, it's you like won't you even be able it. to put in the work. You because won't. Everything in this life is so fucking hard if you want it to be. But it can also be so easy because you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can actually learn this and put it here. I can mm-hmm. actually combine this and this. Oh, actually, let me approach this CEO and let me pitch. Go, even if they say no, you will learn a lesson. Yes, because it's the confidence in yourself. Because mm-hmm. someone was saying that every time you meet a new person, in a networking session, mm-hmm. the assumption you have of them is usually reflected back on you. It, it's how you feel about yourself. Yes, it's Ooh, how you feel about, about yourself. yourself. Yes, because you feel, you feel, oh, I don't deserve to be here. So you don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. The moment you go there and you believe that you actually deserve to be in this space and what you bring is actually worth it, mm-hmm. you confidently sell your idea that is sleeping under your bed yes and it's it's the very first thing that everyone should be able to learn even as you transition from poverty Mm -hmm. and that 
I mean, poverty is a whole trauma on itself because poverty has PTSD. Poverty has yes. really bad PTSD. Do you know? Yes. A crazy story. Mm-hmm. I used to starve myself. Yeah. Sometime like last year, I had my job and yes. it was a pretty decent job. And every time I would exceed my food budget, I would yes. starve myself because I'm like, you cannot dig into the money that you have. What if you lose the your scarcity job? Scarcity mind. That's scarcity. Like. Imagine starving yourself when you have a job that pays you pretty decently. I mean, you're not out of job for heaven's sake, but you, you st- you're still starving yourself. I'm telling you, I was I was never investing until last year. Oh my gosh. Because I used to wake up to see my bank account balance. Every- <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the bank account balance. And this is my money. You know, this money could be earning me a lot of more money somewhere else. Bro. But because of my scarcity mindset, that what if I lose it? Yeah. For even there are even low risk investment opportunities, but I was not even willing to explore because something like MMF. Yes. You're, like you're earning like eight or ten percent. Yes. And your money is still there. Your money is still there, but still, I want to wake up and see. <laughs> My dear, the, the days I'm, I'm depressed, I'll just look. Oh, okay, new bank okay, okay, I have some hundred. <laughs> and you actually yes. feel good about yourself. Yes, and, and it's, it's so mm-hmm. hard. It's so bad that because of how I grew up and the fact that we didn't have much going on, and here I am being able to get this, I'm always afraid that I'm going back to how it used to oh, be. Oh, God, up until today. And I feel like I have that with every yes. aspect of my life. My yes. job, my mm-hmm. relationship, my yes. friendships. It always feels like you're waiting for someone to pull the rug. Yes. Someone is going to pull the rug. My company is going to collapse. Uh-huh. Uh, my partner is going to break mm-hmm. up with me because they're going to realize I'm crazy. Uh-huh. My friends are going to be fed up. Like, you're just always waiting for someone yes, to pull the rug always waiting from you. For- and it's 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 a whole thing that you actually need to learn because I mean when you talk about when you want to talk about the black tax we'll have that conversation uh-huh. later and I was looking at um the poverty trauma as well and mm-hmm. how it affects you mm-hmm. you know even how you show up in spaces yeah. and you feel like sometimes because you grow up in survival mode you feel like yes I've been able to achieve this but do I deserve to be here yeah. why can't I just give it away mm-hmm. and in as much as me okay i have my own fight with capitalism and everything but i feel yeah. like women women we've come from so far we are not even anywhere in that capitalism ladder mm-hmm. so the best we can do is actually just also keep working for ourselves yeah. but there's so much that comes with that that you feel like because you grew up in survival mode and you have 100 maybe you should give out 80 mm-hmm. and Sometimes you don't want to, but because there are so many of, okay, you should be grateful and give back. Yeah. We are not again. You can give back. Please give back. Give, give. Give back. But don't give back at the expense. At the detriment of yourself. Don't give back and you're starving out of people pleasing or you don't want to be actually a form of people pleasing. Yes. That's actually a reflection of people pleasing. Yes. Because (laughs) you're doing something that ideally you wouldn't want to Mm -hmm. do. But because you don't want to be seen in a certain way, mm-hmm. then it's a, it's actually the whole thing. And <coughs> even in the job, mm-hmm. you don't want to appear that you're asking for too much. You are, you don't, you're seated there for five years. You don't want to ask for promotion because you want to be grateful. You want to be grateful. No. Yeah. No. I, this, I no. feel like we've been both been so passionate about this conversation. Yeah. It's because it's our reality. Yeah. It's because these, are the shoes that we've walked in. It's because mm-hmm. it's taken so much work. So much. So much work. So much 
calling yourself out and mm. it's not a you will automatically wake up one day and yes. believe that you're worthy of things up until now mm-hmm. there's this ceo like this is ceo we're having a meeting with and she literally said fake it until you make it yeah fake that conf- when it comes to confidence mm-hmm. fake that confidence until it comes it yeah. will come like there's certain spaces nowadays mm-hmm. when i'm talking i am at ease because i know that i'm good at like for instance when mm-hmm. it comes to women yes. in boardrooms i yes. had like i've done it for like two and a half years yeah let me tell you i can comfortably talk about them i can comfortably talk about what directors do mm-hmm. the role mm-hmm. of direct because i've done it you've and done so... it and it's something that you put in the work to get to if your expert level has gotten exactly. to this point so why would you even hold yourself back? So ultimately, like, we're not saying that you're going to wake up and believe mm-hmm. that you're worthy of good things and automatically the world will open up and good things will come. Mm-hmm. We're saying that there's, there's value in believing that you're, like, you are the damn shit. Like, you're, yes. you're that. You are it. Like you are, you're it. Like, you're it. So walk into rooms and remind yourself that, remind yourself of that, like, if I didn't deserve to be in this room, yes. I would not be in this room. So I shall fully own this space and everything that I bring to this space. And it's also very work. important. Mm-hmm. It's also very important to surround yourself with people that actually believe yeah. in you. And in that case, people who are not trying to limit you or silence you or make you feel like you're bragging. You're bragging, exactly. Proud. I want, for me... um, until recently, I was like, I need to surround myself with women who actually believe that we are doing this. We are. We are doing this. And yeah. we we need to get to a point. I don't want to constantly be told that, oh, Faith, uh, I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I yes, you can know. advise me as a friend, but don't project your own limiting beliefs. Your, yes, especially me. on that. Especially yeah. on that because it's all, it's so easy for you to, I mean, it's we've so already, to, we've all done that. We've all done that. All, do you know, I actually used to do that with you. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, I used to think mm-hmm. initially, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. she's so full of herself. And then one day I was like, bitch, why do you, it makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. that she owns her accomplishments and yes. the work that she does and the value that brings to the table. It's because you internally mm-hmm. don't think that people should be owning their accomplishments. So you're projecting that onto her. It yes. is not a reflection of her. It is a reflection of you yes. and your own limitations. Ever since I had like that conversation with myself, I love seeing you post your wins. It makes me like, ah! Like I literally clap, I literally scream. I never used to share my wins until recently. I was like, I'm getting so many clients out of my confidence, my yeah. sake. And if I closeted all these things, you don't you even know that as good as this thing. Yeah. And it's actually one of those things that people need to learn how to speak up for themselves because, for heaven's sake, it's not every job that you get by sending an an email. Mm-hmm. Some jobs will come to you. But they will never come to you if you're in your house uh, locking your wings in your bucket. Exactly. It's actually one of those things that you need to learn. Speak up. To, speak up. Speak up about Surround that. With, the, with people who oh, actually want to celebrate. Oh my and, god, yes. 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 Your friends. Because there's so much power in celebration. There is. Like when your friends, I love, like my friends, my friends are usually, so, sometimes like yes. when your imposter syndrome comes, your friends are like, how dare you How imposter syndrome? Do you know how good you are? Do you know how smart you are? And, then, and it's so, it's such a good feeling it when they, they actually believe what they're saying. They're not they saying, saying that, it for the sake of it. Yes. Like, like shout someone out. believes in me. Someone believes it. Because for me, a couple of my friends do that. Like, yeah. Shout out to Safari. She was on the podcast and talking about yes. parents. Yes. 
every time I'm feeling low, that girl is usually like, how dare you feel yes. low about yourself? Have yes. you met yourself? Look at you being that damn bitch. Mm-hmm. Look at all the things mm-hmm. you want. Look at the fact that you're good at this. And it's like, okay. Well, exactly. Yes. Like when you feel low and the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome comes in and the poverty mindset, we've been ranting about this for a long while. We're very passionate yes. about it. Yes. But when you feel low and the imposter syndrome is coming and the, and the poverty mindset is holding you back and you're going back to survival yeah. mode, yeah. surround yourself with people that will always remind you you're not going back there. Yes. You're moving forward. Yes. There's so much greatness. I, I texted this to my friend today and I was like, it's her birth. Today's actually Safari's yes, birthday. Yes, yes, yes. I saw, I saw. And I, I texted her and I was like, I can't wait to see how much greatness you step into. Yes. Because like just by virtue of even when she doesn't believe that she's great, I'm just going to be like, have you met you? She's so yes. good. She yeah. has a startup. She's traveled to like three countries. She's mm-hmm. been to the mm-hmm. US like twice to pitch her startup. Wow. She's gotten funding for her startup. And then she wants to let imposter syndrome. How? Stop her. I'm just how? like, how dare you? Because, because sometimes I think, and also it's just, you just need real people around you yeah. who actually know you've walked this journey you up have. to this point and you want to say what? No. How dare you? How no. dare you? Surround yourself with friends mm. and I, surround yourself with people that think you're the dumb thing. Yes. Every single day. And yes. if someone is constantly trying to put you down because they're uncomfortable about mm-hmm. how confident or how you own your space or about mm-hmm. the work of the, like, Mimi Nasema, Mimi Nikona Kierere. Mimi Nashida Nikona Kierere. I'm very comfortable with that. Mimi Nikona Kierere. Even when people make, um, make jokes and say, oh, you're not humble or something, I'm like, I'm not really looking to be. I know, I know I'll humble myself in prayer, my dear. But out here, when everyone is waiting to work on you, I'm sorry. I'm not right. Mimi, I won't I will talk in a meeting room. Sometimes you're in a meeting and you won't talk, and then that can post that syndrome. Mimi, that's when I open my mouth. I'm like, I actually don't think we should do that. Yes. Think this approach might be better and mm-hmm. might get and people are like, oh, that's really that's good. good. I hadn't what? seen it from that point of view. Mm-hmm. So be comfortable with Yes. Because the things come yeah. to those who are confident. Yes. So we have been ranting for a while. Yes. So to end this conversation, I'm just gonna ask, I think I'm just gonna ask our guests to share what are three things or three lessons. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you could go back to your eighteen-year-old self, what would you say to them? I would tell them, don't be nice. <laughs> don't don't be nice, and don't even try to be nice. Don't be obsessed with it, and stop making people walk over you, even when you know, even when you know it. Because I feel like at some point I was just a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Actually, didn't stop being a people pleaser until last year. Anyway, story for another day. Mm-hmm. I realized I was actually in a very long friendship that was not even, I wasn't friends. I was just people pleasing throughout. Aww. And the things that were going on were like, I'm just here because I want this person to be my friend. Yeah. But they, to them, I'm not their friend. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that don't be a people pleaser. Don't try to be nice. Mm-hmm. And show up authentically. Show up authentically every single day because until you show up as your authentic self, every other thing will will be temporary. Even every kind of success. Right now, I feel like some of the... When someone asks me my motivation, my motivation in poverty, and it's it's not coming from a bad place. My I know what it is like to lack 
but I also know what it is like to afford good things. And I like affording good things And I like affording good things more. This queen. This queen of the south. Queen of the south. She's like, I've been poor and I've been rich. Rich is better. Rich is better. Yeah, those are really good lessons. I think if I go back to my 18-year-old self, I'd tell them, you're the damn thing. You are. You are, babe. Like... In how you lead, mm-hmm. in how you show up, in mm-hmm. how you treat people. Yes. You are the damn thing. So own it. It's yes. okay. Like, you're not intimidating. They people are, are intimidated. Yes. That's the first thing. The second thing I'd say to myself is, there's so much out there. Yes. Baby, the, the, this is not, this is not the whole world. Yes. This is not the whole world. Push yourself out of that comfort zone. Go and interact with those rich kids. You will learn a few things about running a successful yes. business. Like, there's so much out there. Yes. So go forth and step into it. And similar to you, nice girls don't get the corner office. Yes. Good women seldom make history. And yes. I think even for the guys, same thing. Mm-hmm. Good people, in quotes, Please yeah. note, I'm not saying, we're not saying don't be a nice person. We love nice guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly yes. love nice guys. Yes. I am a, Mimi, I love nice guys. I don't, I don't like bad boys. It is not for me. me. Kindness is my. That's your weakness. Like, yes. You want me to fall in love with you? Just be kind. Be kind. Just be kind. It will change everything. Be kind. But ultimately, you have to be okay with not being liked. Yes. You have to be okay yes. with yes. not everyone is gonna like you. And think about it, how boring the world would be yes. if everyone liked you. Yes. It, it's their issue. You it's, don't like me. I am willing to learn and learn so if I fall short in an area like Wamaitha, yes. you actually should not have said that. I will yes. apologize and exactly. grow. Exactly. But don't be so obsessed with making everyone happy. like you and happy that you yeah. miss to step into your greatness and into all the things. That you can do. This was a long you one. So deserve to take we, up space. Take up, take up, take up space. Take, take up, up space for all of the guys and for all of the girls listening to us. Take up space yes. in your friendships, in your relationships, and in your work. Yes. Take up space. Yes. Speak up and say everything. Like if you think you have a speak good idea, mind. like don't be afraid things. to speak up your mind. Say it, like, yes. take up space. There mm-hmm. is enough space in the world for all of us to be confident, for yes. all of us to believe in ourselves. There yeah. is. There, there is. is. So, thank you for listening. We really hope that you guys enjoyed it. We hope that you picked up lessons. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to remember only one thing from this podcast, you're the damn thing. You are. You are. Put yeah. in the work. And you deserve and then, good And you deserve good things. So, step into it. Um, social media handles. Please follow us at Instagram at... Aya underscore podcast. We really appreciate it when you guys do. And it's also a chance for us to connect with you. So if like you like an episode that you, there's an episode that you really enjoyed. I love responding to your comments and having like those DM conversations with you guys means so much to us. And personal handles at Wamboy Wamaitha. Our dearest faith, please share your social media handles with us. If people need to be constantly reminded, like if you want to be constantly reminded to be confident, follow this girl. <laughs> Follow this girl. Sometimes I start to act small. Okay, so I'm available on Instagram at Faith underscore Kilonzi. On Twitter as well, Faith underscore Kilonzi. Tech stuff. Very helpful tech stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, Twitter is mostly tech stuff. 
Then also, um, I'm also, I also host the Global Tech Sellers podcast. We are also available across all different platforms. So please, after this, check us out. Okay? Go and listen. Go and listen. They share yes. some really nice tips. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being here. I feel so good. Like my heart feels full oh. after this conversation. I also feel good. It feels good. That was I a nice good. one. So yeah, thank you so much. Yes. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.